0: guys trying to talk about every fantasy movie ever made. Lars, it has been a pretty long time. How are you doing? It has been a
1: hot minute. Um, I'm trying to think back when the last time that we did this, and if I'm going off of our well timestamp, it was back in 2020.
0: Yes, back in the hell year. In, in the, the hell year. In, in the before, in the time. before times. <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: things are things are good. I am uh, I'm about a month and a half ish away from finishing. My doctorate. Cool. The kids are doing fine. We actually had a great weekend um, in the mountains. We stayed in these little tiny cabins. My wife is doing great. so I mean, things are, for all intents and purposes, things are things are okay. Um, I've missed you and miss miss talking about goofy fantasy movies, and and uh, this has been a, a huge hole in my um, my life. So yeah. I'm glad that we're getting back to this. Yeah,
0: me too. Um, things have been pretty good on my end. I have missed doing this a lot. Got a new mattress, which has just been magnificent. I have gotten really into succulents, and so I've got like a little tiny succulent garden going on. Mm. It's just nice because they kind of thrive on neglect, and so if <laughs> I no, if you if you forget about it or you don't water them as, as frequently, they kind of they chug on pretty hard. And uh, we just got a uh, I just took a, a uh, really fascinatingly uh, like this really beautiful old Coca Cola display. Um, mm-hmm. I've got that set up, so we're going to make like an herb garden out of it. Got it nice. set up. Yep, got that sitting up uh, behind me. I have just been uh, just been chugging along with stuff that I like in general. Um, it's been really hard for me to play video games over the past couple of years, just for a variety of reasons. But since January, I have finished five different ones. Uh, I'm working on my sixth. And it's been it's been wild when you actually enjoy things, you know, sitting down and, and something that you actually
1: like to do. Wait, what what is what is joy? I know, right? <laughs> what, what, what is this joy? J- 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 Am I saying it correctly? J- <laughs> well that's cool, man. What uh what are the games?
0: You remember that really terrible uh this is what started this whole whole project or whatever. You remember that terrible Tom Cruise mummy movie? Yes. So there was actually a tie in video game to it. And not only is there a tie in video game to it, it's actually good.
1: Is it better than the movie?
0: Uh, substantially. Which, uh, I mean, that's. Yeah, that's not, that's, that's not hard. But it no. was actually like, I played through it, I'm like, Dob, this is actually good. I enjoyed this. And then <coughs> went through my library, played a, a great little, a beautiful little game about a fox called Seasons After Fall, uh, an old school, like, 90s beat em up called Strider, this one called Control, which. Control was something. Uh, it was like the X Files, if instead of a department all the way at the bottom of the basement of the bu- of the bureau, it was the entire bureau.
1: Ah, so like Skinner actually, yeah, was like positive towards them the whole time. Uh huh. <laughs> and like and and well and actually, to be fair, Skinner was, po- was positive yeah, towards the whole them, time. but but wasn't hampered by. The, the cigarette smoking man, like he was actually encouraged.
0: Right, and the okay the control was one of the best games I've ever played. And it cool. was weird, and like, the thing that hampers them in this isn't, you know, bureaucracy, it's the fact that their office occasionally uh, shifts around, and you may not actually know where you are in the building.
1: We've been playing lots of games as well over at the Therapy House, more family-style games. Um, my kids love Just Dance. On the yeah,
0: slip. it's so fun. It's
1: fun. Um, mario party super fun mm-hmm. um, I'm surprised I, that you're still
0: married after Mario party though because Jim generally... <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I um, really love breath of the wild mm-hmm. ori um, and the blind so I'm playing the first one so the blind mm-hmm. forest I think is the first one right? I think yes I think so too yeah. beautiful game my, my kids call it the pretty game and they're not just wrong kind of just no no <laughs> yeah it's just it, it I don't know it's I got my second vaccine, Mm -hmm. and Elizabeth's getting hers, and our folks got theirs, and sun's shining more, and it's like I'm I'm on the list. Things are things are getting positive, right?
0: I uh, I am on the list to get uh, to get one. I did in fact apparently have COVID sometime this year, Uh, asymptomatic, but you know when they asked me about it, did you have any? Any symptoms where you're tired, you know, were you, you know, just a little bit, you know, drained? Well, yeah, but I'm also 34. So, I mean, right, is, just, that, just, is that life? <laughs> right. Yep, but I'm doing good. Uh, Victoria's doing good. We are, uh, yeah, the sun's shining a little bit more. Um, it rained yesterday, which was really nice. It doesn't rain in Colorado, it's very. And it
1: pours. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, it's Southern California. Wait, doesn't it rain in California? Yeah, it's the song. Um, and I think also part of the positivity that I'm feeling, um, this movies that we're to talk about, this probably is the most solid three that we've watched. Yeah. In one go. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, they're not the best. I'm not saying that these are the best movies. These are not going to supplant Highlander, in my opinion. No. But as far as, you know, because we've, it's also going to make it tough because there's usually an outlier. Mm-hmm. Usually, we watch you know three movies, and one of them is clearly either the best movie we've watched or babes with blades. This is the worst movies that we've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, and this one, there's not a mediocre movie. No, in the group, they're all top ten in my opinion. It's now just figuring out where to put them. Yeah, and so, um, so that was a good thing too. Yes, especially after our our hiatus. uh Uh-huh.
0: And um we're doing a bunch of animated movies this week, and we're not only or this time around, and we're not even doing animated movies. We're doing classic Disney. Yes. And so. so I figure we'd start out with possibly the quintessential Disney movie Sleeping Beauty. Yeah. And if maybe not the quintessential Disney movie, the quintessential it is the it is probably Disney's best princess
1: movie. I don't know if it's the best one. Is the most it is the most archetypal, I would say. This is
0: Okay, that yeah, yeah, let's let yeah, well that's probably a better way to is, phrase like, it. Like when you, you think
1: right. of a princess movie, this is what you think of.
0: So Sleeping Beauty. Uh, there's a, a baby named Aurora born to a born to a uh, to a king and a queen. They invite everyone around, they they neglect to invite Maleficent an Evil Fairy, which goddess, uh, Angelina Jolie character. <laughs> right. Um, she, uh which does this mean that we? Have to insulted. Watch Maleficent was great. We'll ad- I really we'll enjoyed ad- Maleficent.
1: Ad- adjourn that conversation. <laughs> Address it. The- okay. Yeah. We'll we'll we'll, we'll we will there. burn that bridge when we get right. there.
0: So, Maleficent curses the baby to fall uh, to die after pricking her pr- finger on a on a spinning wheel. But her fairy godmothers uh, three little fairies admit. Three, three little fairies. They make th- they make it so that she's. Uh, they give her gifts so that she just falls asleep, and she's beautiful and kind. It is the thing that always blows me away with Sleeping Beauty more than all of the other ones. It's it's a classic. It's a classic uh, prince uh, princess movie. There's a prince charming. He fights a dragon. Uh, <laughs> she, he fights a dragon. Um, she does end up picking her. Uh, doing the, the pinprick on her on a spinning wheel. It's yeah, it's great. It's beautiful. Music's good. The thing that I always loved about this one is the backgrounds are so interesting looking.
1: Yeah.
0: Because they're not. They're not all. Uh,
1: they're elongated. It's an, it, it feels like. It, yeah, it, it's like it's. It's almost built like it looks like the screen. I mean, uh, we're talking about aspect ratio for a, for a cartoon, but it's like a very tall looking. That makes yes. sense. Like it's, it's just it's it's different.
0: It, abs- it, it absolutely is visual style. Um,
1: it's very different than like Snow White, which is more in on the characters. It looks but yeah when, like especially with the dancing part when the prince meets Aurora, mm-hmm. they're dancing and there's a lot of headroom and you see all the stuff mm-hmm. above them. It's just different, which which is in, in a good way. It's a good difference
0: Yeah, it kind of reminds me almost of a paint by numbers the backgrounds mm. mm-hmm. almost, but maybe maybe not quite. But it's. Got this beautiful art style. As as we said, it may not be the best princess movie, but it it I think it establishes all of the tropes and a lot of tropes of classic Disney are uh, come from it too. I'm surprised. I I completely understand why they made a Maleficent movie. I know you didn't like it, but I understand why they made a Maleficent movie that based off of this. Evil
1: character is <clears throat> perfect. She's great. Yep. Oh, and. Going back to the, I'm just looking this up real quick, but it was the first animated film to be photographed in 70 inch widescreen. So like that, like super, yep. you know, Panamorph, you know, that 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 sort of thing. Giant, yeah, it, it looks,
0: looks giant. giant. Yeah. Uh huh. And more than anything else, it looks like a storybook. Yeah, very much so. The art style, the elongated art style, the fact that it opens with them opening a book—classic mm-hmm. Disney used to do and that. It's very, right, and right it's, like,
1: I miss that, um, and it's also mm-hmm. very clean. Like the, the it's very mm-hmm. clean animation; it's very crisp. Whereas we we talked about like in in the Black Cauldron, it looked kind of. There were some parts where <laughs> the people kind of like, boop, 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 like they just kind of like yep, blobbed and moved around and like. It just wasn't as good of animation. I feel like this is just really crisp and clean animation. It's great.
0: Absolutely. And it all works together really well. I, um, I really like it. And it's that, the fight scene where when Maleficent turns into the dragon and Prince Charming... No, it's Prince Philip, I'm sorry. That's one thing that, I, that princess movies have is that their, their male love interests tend to be the same. And I, I get that because there's not a whole. That's not the point of the movie. The point of the movie is the princess. the The, the male lover interest isn't the thi- isn't the, the character. Um, that's why I went with charming over Philip. But the fight scene with the dragon is incredible, and it still looks gorgeous and moves wonderfully. And the fire that she breathes, that that sickly green fire, it's green, right? I remember it being green. Everything else about Maleficent is green, and she slinks you know, sinister, with sinister intent in every sequence that she's on.
1: Well, the whole, like, you know, the the castle has all, like, the thorns around it. You know, it's just really, Mm -hmm. I don't know, it's just a neat thing. And, and, And to your point about, you know, I've heard criticisms about, you know, early Disney movies where, you know, the princess has to be kissed by the Prince Charming and all this kind of stuff. Okay, I understand that. Like, they have to be saved. But they're the main character of these stories. Philip Charming whoever they're just plug-and-play almost. And it, it's mm-hmm. a story about this character that you care about. So, you know, Cinderella and Sleeping Beauty and Snow White and you don't really care about the guy. So yeah. I'm fine with her falling asleep and having to be rescued. It doesn't take away her agency for me. It's just we've come to care about her throughout the course of the movie and, oh, no, now she's trapped.
0: That's, she is yeah.
1: So okay. So somebody has to rescue her. The fact that she doesn't rescue herself, I'm okay with, and I don't think it lessens her. It just that's the story. Like she, she, like we followed her around. She's the main person. You know, she's the mm-hmm. most important part of the story. I don't, I don't, I don't know if I'm making sense, but I just, I don't, I don't, no, think, it absolutely... I don't. Think that it lessens her story because she didn't save herself. Because so often, many of us don't save ourselves. <laughs> No, we, it, we it's,
0: mm-hmm, we are, no one is an atom floating in the void, we are an interconnected group of people, and so, yes, no early Disney does, island. maybe, de- bonjo, uh-huh.
1: <laughs> no, you're right,
0: <laughs> they've gotten better about both sides of this, because, like, look at Little Mermaid, Eric actually has, I can remember his name,
1: I can remember, yeah, and, or, or Flynn, <laughs> mm-hmm. from, uh, from, from Eugene, from Tangled, um, Eugene. Yep.
0: Yeah, his name's Eugene Flynn Ryder, yeah, but his real name's right. Eugene. Um, yeah, so more <laughs> or like, you know
1: Kristoff. I remember Kristoff's name. I remember. Um, I mean, obviously, the beasts. Like you know, they, they, they do become mm-hmm. more fleshed out. But that wasn't the point of this. The point was she was the character that we follow.
0: No, and this does owe a lot to Sleeping Beauty. Does owe a lot to the 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 movies that came before it. But it also Snow White's really good. Snow White invents a genre, mm-hmm. basically, and the movies that come after it have that as a pattern to work off of. Uh, there's a a I can't remember who said it that Captain Marvel Shazam is a better Superman story specifically because it has Superman to model itself off right. of because you can you you now know what you have what this kind of medium does what this kind of character can do so let's do something so
1: with like it. if. Snow White is Mad Max. Sleeping Beauty mm-hmm. is then Fury Road. Like exactly, it, you cannot have Sleeping Beauty without Snow White. It's just made it better. Yeah, exactly.
0: And so the 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 uh, the the genre lives, it dies, Sleeping, it lives again.
1: Sleeping Beauty with War Boys, though, I think that's what that's the one thing it's missing. <laughs> <laughs> thing no, it's no
0: it needs the it and a and a guitar that's on exactly. fire.
1: Um. <laughs> No, this is this is uh, just great. It was a great movie. It's beautiful looking. Yes. I love the fairies. Um, this was not one mm-hmm. that I I remember growing up with Pinocchio. I remember growing up with the other two that we'll talk about in a minute. I remember growing up with a great mouse detective. Sleeping Beauty wasn't the one we didn't really watch this a lot.
0: No, I don't remember watching a lot of the princess movies in general, what? but Cinderella. I mean Cinderella. I remember Cinderella yeah. a lot. <laughs> Mostly because of yeah. the S- Yep, Cinderella, yeah, Cinderella. I
1: remember, I remember watching Cinderella a lot. Like, yeah, Jungle Book, all those kind of things. But you're right, the Princess movies, Sleeping Beauty was like the bottom of the list. And not really remember watching this too often. But then watching this again, I remembered all of it because it is a simple story, mm-hmm. which is fine. That's not a, a knock against it. Simple stories are good. <laughs> like, if they're told well. Mm-hmm. And this is told extremely well.
0: And all of these are told well. What's interesting is our next film we've covered before Several in times. a different way. So we've we have
1: seen <laughs> the story played out both. you see how many times. We've, we've done it twice now, right? I, no, um, three times. Four times. Okay.
0: Yeah. No, we've done more Robin Hood movies than any other kind of fantasy movie. Right.
1: Because we've done Robin Hood Men in Tights. We've done Robin Hood Prince of Thieves. We've done Robin Hood The, the, the Robin, Robin Hood. Karen um, We've done The Adventures of Robin Hood. <laughs> And now we are doing, yeah, uh, doing um, Disney's, Disney's Robin, Robin Hood, Hood, which is my favorite Disney movie, like animated Disney movie.
0: Really? Yeah. It is. Um,
1: um, not, it, it, yeah. when I say it's my favorite today, looking back with nostalgia and looking back at everything, it's my favorite. Mm-hmm. Initial favorite is the one that we'll talk about after this.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I can see that. It's this, this one, is in my, so it's, it's, my so top five.
1: Yeah, this is 1973's Robin Hood. It is my favorite Robin Hood movie,
0: easily. And that to the Robin Hood movies we've watched in at various times in various ways for various different reasons. I
1: watched Robin Hood Prince of Thieves so many damn times, like it, yeah, always. Uh huh. And it's and it's one of those if it's on, I'm gonna
0: I'm gonna watch it again because it's kind of dumb, but it's great. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm
1: like, don't get me wrong, I love Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. At the the same same time, Kevin Costner. Yeah. And at the same time, Kevin Costner, because he's incredibly charming. Yeah. But he's also doing an American accent.
0: Which also kind of makes it abundantly clear that Christian Slater's his brother, since he's the only other person doing an American accent.
1: Right. This one, though, consistently, it's my best, it's the favorite Robin Hood movie.
0: Oh, when we first started talking about Robin Hood movies, we mentioned that this is still the best of them, because... Robin Hood's already Robin Hood. We don't have to have the origin story. Out of all of the origin story Robin Hoods we've seen, the best one is still, I think, the Taron Egerton one because it's doing it. Dif- it's doing it completely differently. It's doing a superhero origin story as opposed to a a folk hero origin story. What's interesting is that this was not supposed to be a Robin Hood movie initially. Tell me about that. So there is a a French folk story called Reynard the Fox and he's a uh, he's a he is a thief and a trickster and a jerk and they were they didn't know quite how to adapt it into it but they kept having all these designs they were going to do another take on it where Reynard had to protect his like this town or village or his or his home but he's still a thief and a trickster and so someone said from what i understand it basically came down to like, well wait a minute a thief and a trickster who protects his home—that's kind of Robin Hood, and Robin Hood is sly like a fox. Let's just adapt these uh, these character designs over. Interesting, and it's and I don't think I think the original creator of the the plan to do the Reynard story was not happy about this, but it became this perfect movie.
1: Yeah, um, well, and to your point, it's the best Robin Hood because we pick up with Robin Hood. In media res, he's already met Little John. He already has a family The Sheriff's already taxing people. He's already saving people. He's already robbing Hood. The legend is already there.
0: Yeah, we picked up, up with Robin Hood and Little John walking through the forest.
1: And this is just kind of like another day in Robin Hood's life. Just to start mm-hmm. right? it's not, you know, There's no impetus. Yep. It's just, here we go. That's interesting that they, I guess the Reynard the Fox at least gave them the idea to make them anthropomorphic. Animals for Robin Hood, having him be a fox is perfect. Mm-hmm. I like this one so much because he actually gives back to the poor. In Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, when he when Elizabeth Master Antonio, well, I'm sorry, Mary Elizabeth Master Antonio, shows up at Sherwood Forest, um, yeah. yeah, he's just got this one of those treehouse things. It's just filled with gold. Is that yeah, you, are you giving that back to him, buddy? The, and in like in the, the 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 one with Terren Edgerton, he like kinda of runs around and shoots some stuff and I guess he gives it back, but there's more it's more impactful to see the little church mice that had all the crumbs taken away and then here's Robin Hood giving them something back. It's a little thing, but it's like there's Robin Hood. That's what he did. Well and
0: yeah, we see one scene in in Prince of Thieves where he's it's him and his group, they're just throwing stuff out to a village. And in this, you see him actually. He shows up at at people, and he hands money away, and he's in he's in disguise to avoid the, the sheriff. And right. he actually cares, and like his voice changes when he ta- when he's talking to people because he actually is he's acting and giving it giving as you said he's giving back and being Robin Hood,
1: right? Um, which I so I, I love that. Um, they actually do the bow and arrow contest. <laughs> Which they yep, don't, which, which they don't do in Prince of Thieves. They do that cool shot with the arrow, you know, yeah. but it's not.
0: No, and it's a. I mean, well, that's because it's that's a little silly, and despite how silly Prince of Thieves is, that's a little bit too much too for silly. them to.
1: <laughs> Whereas yeah.
0: with this, it's it's not too silly. No, it works. I'm
1: like, of course, yeah, of course, there's a, a an archery contest. Of course, the music's fantastic. It it it, it plays, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's perfect for its time. It's seventy three. So you've got this like outlaw country, Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, you know, that kind of thing, you know, Mm -hmm. and, um, not that uh, they,
0: they lean into the, they lean into the, if it's a folk, if he's a folk hero, then folk music is kind of what we
1: need. need. And also it's, it's almost, I I kept, you could easily have, you know, Robin Hood and Little John on a, on a, um, horse-drawn carriage. And it leaps over a jump in a freeze frame. Oh, that Robin Hood and Little John—they sure done it now. And like, the, it's like a Duke Boys kind of thing. Like that's the yeah. feeling it has with this this movie. Um, so it's, uh, but udalali udalali, golly, what a day! But it, it, it's just the music's perfect. It's very folksy. You understand why people love Robin Hood. Um, there's some genuine. Thrills like you think that Robin Hood Mm -hmm. has died. Um, The sheriff is menacing. Is the sheriff supposed to be okay? The sheriff's a wolf, correct? Yes.
0: Because he's the one. He's the one that I can never like. He always. I can't tell if it's he's supposed to be a wolf or a coyote or. I know he's some kind of canine, but like when I was a kid, I used to get him and Little John confused because they're they're both big and they look similar. John's
1: bear though. He's definitely got a bear face. I know. Um, oh, I know him. Um, you no, know, uh, yeah, the sheriff is a wolf, you know, and it has like little kids that are dressing up like him, which make you know he's a folk hero, so they're gonna dress up like him. And I don't know. It just it, it, it was just a it's a wonderful. The music's great. It, Absolutely. It's, this is this is kind of after the the big heyday of original. This is like almost almost right before Disney went downhill. Yep. and then before it picked back up with the last movie we're talking about, so it, yeah. it's that that interesting in between time where this is still Disney doing their their thing and, and doing it well, and they're feeling
0: it's but it's also feeling experimental at the same time in a weird way. Well, well, like maybe not ex- not experimental, but but well, well,
1: to your point with the, the the book, you know, the Sleeping Beauty opens with a book, and an illustration in the book starts singing to us, and he's walking across. Mm-hmm. The calligraphy words, like the old English words mm. in the story, you know, it's the rooster, it's the Alan Dale character, or the, the you know the, the the rooster, you know, right? Yeah, like and, and it's just and and and, and um, that whole like that music sets the whole vibe of. All right, this is what the movie is like. We're this is a, a, a yeah. folk tale and. I think that was the right direction to go with this. Um, okay. I don't know. I, I, I love it. This is this is it. With, Me too. With, As far as Robin Hood movies are concerned, this is the one that got the the best.
0: I agree. Now, I was th- I've been thinking about this for years now, but with Disney's slate of live action movies, this one I can think of three people who I would want. Like I've already cast like three three in my head, but I haven't found Robin Hood yet. Hmm. And three characters in this. I've already got them, like, set up. Because, okay. So, uh, Alan Adale, obviously, Willie Nelson.
1: Or, um, if he's not available, I'd say Sturgill Sim- Simpson. Who's a, okay. who, 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 who's on, can... on par with that level of, like, outlaw yeah. country. Yep.
0: Or, yeah, Chris Christopherson, there we maybe. Yep.
1: For a casting gag,
0: Robin... Uh, not Robin Hood, I'm sorry. Little John. Bill Murray. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, Baloo. <blue. laughs> Nice. Yeah,
0: exactly. Because it's the same. He's playing the same character, and he did it in. The, he also played him in, in the live-action right. Jungle Book, and Sheriff of Nottingham, Ted Cruz.
1: <laughs> well, you've just ruined everything, Lucas, including Ted Cruz. But, um, yeah, this is this is just a great movie. And then the last movie is uh, so just so good.
0: And so, what's funny is we've already, once again, we've also already covered
1: this. Right. We've done the live action <laughs> version, which was a, basically a shot for shot remake in the live action sense with some mm-hmm. awkward stuff added onto it. Now, I, yep. I will say that since we're going to talk all about Aladdin, 1992 animated film, um, we talked about it and we didn't like it. And then I've mm-hmm. watched it again a bunch of times because the kids loved it. And I like it a lot more. And mostly I like it a lot more because their reactions to it. And it made Mm -hmm. me appreciate it more.
0: I can I can understand that. That's as I said, the the one the last movie I saw in theaters, and this is the longest I have ever gone without going to a movie theater. Last movie I ever saw uh, saw in a theater was Rise of Skywalker. Right. And about and about the only thing I enjoyed with Rise of Skywalker was the Roa kids in front of me having the time of their lives. Right.
1: So that 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 adds to it, and it makes makes it <coughs> n- n- the appeal greater. This one, though, mm-hmm. was just watching again was like, oh, well, this is clearly superior. This I remember why this yes. is. And and for me, I don't think we have to go through the, the plot again. It's Aladdin. Aladdin finds a lamp. Jafar is a bad guy. He gets three wishes. He gets the girl. It's it, we we've talked about it, in the live action story and the live action. It's the same thing. So much of this movie, I mean, the songs are incredible, but so much of this movie hinges on the performance of Ron Williams. And, and when I say yes. performance, this is one of the few animated performances that I like remember. I don't really, you know, like, yeah, you know, I I remember, you know. <clears throat> talking about Robin Hood just now. I remember um, Prince John sucks his thumb, like whatever, but it really... Oh, yeah, mommy. But this was a performance. This wasn't just somebody reading lines. And what what amazes me looking when I rewatched it was Robin Williams was this ball of, like, <laughs> magma energy. Like, just crazy energy, right? Exactly. And improv. And you can't really improv during animation because they've already animated it. You're just talking to it. So what was mm-hmm. impressive was that the animation looked like they had animated his improv prior to his improving, and I don't know if they did so from that what or not. But it so from... I'm sorry. It just looked like they they captured him before he even spoke it.
0: So from what I understand, with most Robin Williams productions. Robin Williams, his his portions of the script were, and Robin does something funny, and let they let him go, and they would animate the scr- They they would speak the script, and then they wouldn't. Then they would animate afterwards. That's mostly how, uh, how some of this goes. Because, you, the, cause because I, cause
1: normally it's like that scene in Mrs. Doubtfire where they have the mouse talking, and he's he's talking over it. So he's you know normally yeah. they're recording to something that's already done. Mm-hmm. So you're saying that with the Robin Williams bit, it was done in reverse.
0: Well, I'm I'm thinking I'm thinking the majority of animation is they record because they have to lip sync, they have to get the faces right, they have to make it match oh, the the dialogue.
1: Patton Oswalt has said when he was doing Ratatouille, you were watching the screen and you were doing the yeah I know. Uh, based on what they've animated.
0: Yeah, I and I well. CGI movies are, are different because it's a, it's a different so there could,
1: thing. There could be that, but but yeah, I think so much of his performance is the animation. Like it, it, that performance as as the genie, I think is on par with like it's like Smeagol. Yes, it like absolutely a, is. of that level of animated performances, it, it completely elevates what could have been just a jokey character to he is the he steals the show, and 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 makes you. Remember and it also becomes the heart of
0: the movie. Well, it's it's really so several several episodes ago I mentioned a, a doc of the a documentary by Lindsay Ellis about the Hobbit production. Mm-hmm. Um, she also has one about Robin Williams in Aladdin specifically. Uh, she's a video essayist and how Robin Williams took the job not because he was a a famous voice actor, he wasn't. Uh, Getting getting big name people to do animated movies wasn't a thing until Robin Williams. He was just wanted to be part of the long tradition of of animated films, and part of his uh, because there was also two sequels to this, and Robin Williams only is in the third one. Did the third one? He did not want to be a part of the second one because part of he did not want to be. For Aladdin, he did not want to be advertised as the main draw. He did not want to be advertised as the big thing part of it. And they did. Mm. They made him the draw of the movie. So he said no. And so they got Dan Castanella to replace him in the mo- in the second Turned one. To Dan Castanella uh, Return of the Far. Yeah, Dan Castanella, Homer Simpson, and then in the third one, they paid him a ludicrous amount of money to come
1: back. Which happens.
0: Yeah, exactly, and I can't fault him for that. It's work, you know. Shakespeare got to get paid, son. Right. Uh,
1: <laughs> but 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 it is it is amazing. Like that, that that that's one of the thing that I that took away from the most was that this movie it somehow captured him in a way that mm-hmm. channeled him and you know it it didn't let him. Like, he he was able to do all this crazy stuff, but also focused him in on the story. So then he was the the catalyst for Aladdin you know he, he, again he was the heart of the movie he made Aladdin realize he was okay as he was and he, you should be okay with who you are the animation's beautiful again it's incredible it,
0: it it is so slick particularly in relation to the genie it is so fast and quick and that's i don't believe there's any rotoscoping um, which is even more impressive for that kind for it looking that slick well, him, like Aladdin jumping
1: through acrobat and leaping over there yeah it
0: just it, it's incredible it really is mm-hmm. so so and it's funny we've spent so much we spent most of talking about this about Robin Williams because it is it might be his best performance of anything like I I, I started thinking about Robin Williams movies I'm like yeah I can't really because it is it's there's 50% of of his catalog is Aladdin and and then the remaining percent, the remaining 50%, is every other thing he'd ever done in my head.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's... Oh, Mrs. is Doubtfire. That's, that's up there. Um, but eh. we just watched it. Oh, okay. He was great. I mean, he, he was an incredible actor, you know, and he did all... also he did some horrible things, but he also did some pretty incredible things. Um, and, and this is mm-hmm. top one or two of his just... just you know, talk about a harmonic convergence of, you know, a, a character that could do, that is all-powerful, that could do anything, and then a comic wonderkind Genius. that could get you, could tiptoe from, you know, an Amish mechanic, which is, what do you, <laughs> what do you see with, a you know, what do you call an Amish man with his arm up a horse's ass? A mechanic.
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh, a mechanic, <laughs> yeah. could
1: get from there to some random dancing thing that he's doing in a couple of steps, you know, and, and, and mm-hmm. tie it all together. So someone with that kind of comedic energy and timing and, and imagination, you, he's basically a genie of comic, com- comedy, right? Mm-hmm. So then now you get to play right. genie. So that was just this perfect connection there. The songs are great in you know, a whole new world.
0: So, so funny story about a whole new world. I know exactly half of that song. I know the Aladdin half of that song because me and my best friend Matt in college, somehow we ended up independently of each other learning both halves of that. And so occasionally we will break into a, no, a whole new world with Matt doing Jasmine. Mm.
1: We're talking about movies that everybody's seen. Like, you know, when we're talking yeah. about um, Deathstalker or we're talking about Solomon Kane or talking about um, P-51 Dragonfighter, people probably haven't seen these before. Obviously, people have seen <laughs> Aladdin. Mm-hmm. They've seen Robin Hood. They've seen Saving Beauty. Um, this was a very fun episode to get back into the swing of things, so thank you for these suggestions. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what else yeah. we could say of just gushing about all of these movies. Um, <laughs> my, yep. my thinking
0: because I can't really think of the, These are in a I'm block. looking at our list right now. And since we've already established that Robin Hood is the best of the Robin Hood movies. Exactly.
1: So we're at least above number 17. But I also can't tell you if Robin Hood is better than Sleeping Beauty is better than Outlaw because I feel like there are That all, is actually like, actually to, to That is
0: actually what I was going to say go because Robin out of Black the all of those Beauty. the one that, that I am going to want to watch again is going to be Robin Hood, and then it's going to be Robin Hood, Aladdin, and then Sleeping Beauty. It's the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. So I think we've got our order right there.
1: Okay, so there's our order. Now it's just placing them at what. So basically, at what, which one? You know, what? What's Sleeping Beauty better than?
0: Python. Honestly, I'm looking at it now right now. I would now. say it's better than. I don't think. Night's Tale. Sleeping Beauty is I'm better. Get it up there, man. I think Crawl <laughs> is better than Robin Hood. And then I think, but I think everything else is, uh, but I think Sleeping Beauty is better than Time Bandits. So that's, that's 9, 10, and 11, yeah. I'm fine with that. Cool.
1: Okay. So that's, so those, yeah, so it, it's Robin Hood, Aladdin, Sleeping Beauty, and then Time Bandits. Okay, I can dig it out. Cool. This is great. This was. Um, I missed this. Me too. I need to do this more. Miss seeing your face. Miss seeing you too. Uh, um, so Lucas, where, uh, where can folks uh, listen to we us? We can
0: be found on basically every uh, streaming platform Spotify, Podbean, Pandora, Apple Podcasts uh, I think Android Podcasts now We can be found on Twitter at SwordInBoardcast. We have a completely dead, zombified Instagram
1: at Which we'll have to re- yes. reinvigorate a little bit Mm-hmm um, our we can also music. we can also oh, okay. be
0: found on YouTube. It auto uploads every episode of YouTube onto YouTube.
1: An unbeknownst to us. Yes, that was an <laughs> and, and, and and the horrifying thing is that it recorded us when we weren't wearing clothes. Exactly. So we need to make sure that we're we, we're now fully clothed for every episode. Exactly. Um, our um, our logo is designed by Wes Forbes. Our theme music, "Gambled and Road Trip," is produced by Ryan Boyd. They can be found at...
0: Uh, Rye Android on Twitter. Um, they are very active. Uh, and I <laughs> Way more than us. Yes, they are. <laughs> um, everyone stay safe. Uh, wear a mask. Um,
1: Get your shot when you can. So, uh,
0: if you're concerned about it, it is actually free. That is a big thing is that they are... From what I have been reading, the COVID vaccine is free, so if you can, yes. yeah if you cannot get one get on a list if you are worried about paying for it do not worry about that this is a, a thing we sh-
1: this is the yeah, this is thing a thing you should do to go help everybody out and help us get back to a quasi normal like i said i had my second shot i was a little queasy the next morning i didn't feel great the next day and that was it um Go take care of each other. Mm -hmm. Go watch some wonderful movies. Get outside. The sun is coming out again. And uh, we'll be back much sooner than later. Yes. So
0: check us out. Have a good day, guys.